Welcome to Dial In on the number 072-885-7702. That's how you get in touch with us this evening. It is uh, 10 minutes before 8. We bring in now another conversation that uh, with the South African Local Government Bargaining Council, we're having a conversation around the Municipal Employees Pension Fund. Now, the South African Local Government uh, Bargaining Council has written uh, to all retirement funds in local government sectors, uh, urging them to apply for accreditation and also to amend the rules of the funds uh, I suppose to also allow members to switch to other funds. This is uh, unlawful, and I suppose this is unlawful as the South African um, Local Government Bargaining Council is not authorized to accredit retirement funds. Now, joining us this evening is uh, the chairman of the Municipal Employees Pension Fund about how the Municipal Employees Pension Fund uh, you know, feels about the sentiments of the bargaining council. I'm joined there by uh, Ubabu Sanpoi Masinga. He joins us now to converse on this particular matter. But Masinga, very good evening to you. I really appreciate having you on our program. Good evening, Babuskosana, and good evening to the listeners of Rise FM. I suppose maybe let's start the conversation by understanding Invelapia Lendaba, you know, uh, you know, how then does the South African uh, Local Government Bargaining Council, you know, decides or, you know, what sort of influence the decision to accredit retirement funds and what's the position of the Municipal Employees Pension Fund, particularly on the accreditation? Well, we received a, a letter some months ago indicating that uh, we'll be actually applying for for accreditation um, uh, 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 to, as pension funds that are actually operating in the local government uh, 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 sector. And we found that to be very strange uh, because uh, the bargaining council or SALBIC has no legal standing to actually ask private funds uh, to actually uh, ask for accreditation from them mm. because they are not being actually regulated by them. So we found that to be very uh, appalling. Mm. But Masinga, I'd ask yeah. you to, you know, somewhat move from the position at which you are, uh, you know, having this conversation with me on, because uh, I seem to be now and then losing, you know, a, a gist of what you are saying. Uh, you know, let's let's maybe allow you to move to a better a secured network position, so for us to have this conversation. While Uba, yes, Masinga is moving, Bumalanga, we're having this conversation simply because the South African Local Government Bargaining Council has written to all retirement funds in the local government uh, sector, urging them to apply for accreditation and also to amend the rules of the funds to allow members to switch to other funds. Now, this is unlawful because the bargaining council is not authorized to accredit retirement funds and the chairperson this evening and chairman of the Municipal Employees Pension Fund is my guest to help us understand the implications of such a request. Now, Babma Singer, 
What then becomes the implications of moving to other funds without consulting appropriate financial advice? Well, uh, the, the implications are, are very dire, and today there's quite a number of them. Um, one of them is that you have members that have been with funds for years and years, and for them to move to other funds, it will mean that there must be an administration cost that must be paid to do that, which is actually uh, uh, not necessary. The other part is that um, you then actually ask a question that says you have FSCA. FSCA is the one that actually accredits all the uh, 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 the funds and the service providers which are financial in nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, you cannot have then the bargaining council that is not actually uh, allowed in terms of the Pension Funds Act to actually do that work. The only institution that will, might even ask, even uh, the FSA itself, uh, being the regulator, it can actually ask us to do that, but it cannot force us to do that. Mm-hmm. You will understand, Skosana Uti, um, the pension funds have board of directors, and board of directors are legal entities mm-hmm. by themselves. They can, uh, 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 they can sue or they can be sued themselves. And they actually carry what we call fiduciary responsibility to members of the funds. Now, if you have uh, Salbic wanting to take the responsibility of being FSEA, mm. the question then becomes who's the regulator? Mm. Let's then get into the issue of what will be the implication. The implication will be that you'll find that members that have been there for years and years are actually going to lose out in terms of their savings that they've been into funds. They might even go to funds that are not liquid in terms of uh, 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 the, 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 the funds themselves. You find that uh, other funds are actually uh, limping as we speak. Mm. We were from COVID and all that. And MEPF is not limping. We, 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 we are very strong. We have a very good uh, uh, strategy in terms of our investment. And uh, we, we, we're growing instead of going down. Mm. But as I speak to you, there's actually organizations or investment companies and other funds which are limping. Some have closed down, even closed down. Now, we cannot play with the life of our members. People have actually put some money aside for years to make sure that they retire in a good state. The, 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 even the government is having problems because people don't retire very well because they don't have money. They become, you young people call them the black tax. <laughs> now, we want to avoid that situation of calling our own parents black tax and all that to be able to spend on their own. Mm. And now some want to take us backwards and actually demand that we must do that. And we're saying that it's illegal, mm. it cannot be accepted, and we are prepared, not us as MEPF only, even other uh, pension funds. We are prepared to even take this method uh, 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 to court. Mm. And we are 
we are calling to our members from Skosanagosi, they must not shake wherever they are in different municipalities. Mm. We're having existence throughout the country. We are in actually eight municipalities in the country uh, with a, a, a small uh, a presence in the KZN, but we are in majority close to seven um, uh, municipalities without the Western Cape. So we are saying you cannot actually then want people to shift. And let me just say something from Skosan, the other party that maybe I might actually lose before we have our time getting finished. Yeah. You, you, you have Salbik. Salbik having organizations that have their own farms in Salbik sitting in the bed bargaining council. They are the ones that are actually trying to steal members out of other funds and want them to join them. The decision they have taken is a decision that belongs to them as a bargaining council, but not to us as the private funds. Now that tells you that we operate on the basis of the board. The board are the only entity that can take a decision of what should happen to funds and all that. Now, the question is that if they want that accreditation and us changing the rules of our funds and all that, who are they? Because even government, let me just give a simple example of Skosan. Recently, the Minister of Finance was actually indicating the issue of COVID and that people have actually suffered uh, uh, badly in terms of uh, 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 COVID. They don't have money, and then they want to propose that uh, people should get at least 25% of their money uh, in pension funds so that they actually cover their their, their, their expenses and mm. all that. Mm. Now, if we have government saying that, why government is not forcing us? Government is well aware. The Minister of Finance is well aware that you cannot have that situation because you have to via the pension fund trustees. And those trustees are the only ones that will take that particular decision. Now the question remains, who are they? Mm. Mm. Who are they? If you just joined us into the conversation, I'm chatting to the chairman, Babu uh, Usanpoi. He's talking to us around, you know, the... I suppose he's talking to us about the Employees Pension Fund. He is the chairman of the Municipal Employment Pension Fund. We're talking around this, uh, uh, you know, uh, somewhat of a communication that they got from the South African uh, Local Government Bargaining Council, uh, you know, to you know, writing to them saying that, uh, you know, they're urging them to apply for accreditation and also to amend their rules, uh, or, you know, so that they also allow their members to switch their funds. Uh, if you are a member of the Municipal Employment Pension Fund, Ubab uh, Boy has assured us that uh, you shouldn't waver because they themselves as a pension fund are not shaken by this. Now, Ubab Boy, I know that you have touched on the issue as to why members you know, should not fringe and that should not be wavered. But you know, let's maybe somewhat solidify that point by you, you know, you know, somewhat giving us an assurance as to why they should remain with the Municipal Employment Pension Fund. And of course, it's very important that they remain with this fund. This fund is very strong fund. As I said uh, before, that uh, is a strong fund that is growing instead of going down. Uh, today, we are actually sitting around 22 billion rand. Mm. Uh, uh, but of course, you never heard it wrongly. 
is not million, it's <laughs> billion rand. Now, that yeah. tells you how strong we are. Mm. And this is the money that belongs to our members that must retire well. And then now the implication of Kosano Buzile before, I never got into this point. Yeah. What, what would be the implication? The implication is that we are owning close to 19 shopping uh, uh, centers in the country. Mm. And uh, the money of these uh, uh, members are actually planted into those particular malls and all this situation. And we're talking, we're talking close to 17 billion. That is actually into that. Now, it will then mean that, let's say for argument's sake, Salbik is correct. It will mean that you must liquidate the fund. Mm. And when you liquidate the fund, you must start selling those uh, malls that are actually generating income for our, our pensioners and then start paying uh, everybody. Now, that will be actually the biggest, biggest, biggest mistake uh, that you can ever do. And in this country, it will be history in the making. Mm. So we cannot have that thing. As we speak, we have teams of our marketing and communication that are all over the country. They have actually meetings uh, in different municipalities. They were in Kangala. They will be in other municipalities there in in. in in, 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 in Pumalanga, they will be going to Limpopo. We'll go to all these provinces just to assure our members that just stay put, mm. don't be shaken, and then we are there for you. Should anything happen, I'll be going to push this thing. We are even prepared to take this thing to court. Mm. We have prepared everything to them, to say, let them actually withdraw this thing because it's not making any legal sense and all that. They've indicated that, no, they are going ahead. We say to them, let's meet in court. Don't talk to us, talk to, the, to our lawyer. Mm. That's what we're actually doing. We have done that, and then we are going to actually push, and our team will be coming to members just to actually explain further. We don't have enough time on this radio uh, because time is money. Yeah. Uh, we will have enough time with members on the ground, uh, with actually uh, 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 the, the marketing and communication head being with the, uh, the, the team on the ground to assure members that don't be shaken. There's a thing that is now called window period come July, people are moving and all that. That window period, it's a window to actually for the wind to go through, not for members to go through. I know that you have touched on, you know, your recent acquisitions and, you know, I'd like us to maybe, you know, zone in there a little bit further. You know, you know, the fund recently invested one of the big, I suppose, in one of the biggest shopping malls in Johannesburg, you know. Talk us, you know, about this particular shopping center, the Nickel Way Shopping Center. You know, how is this investment going to help the members of the Municipal Employment Pension Fund, particularly, you know, when it comes to their retirement savings? It will. Have, uh, uh, thank you for asking that question, Robuskosana. It's actually an accusation, the biggest accusation ever, uh, being actually taken by the fund, besides mm. the government employee fund, taken by a private fund. We have actually bought Nickel Way for mm. 1.1 billion rand, and that is actually a, 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 a very high level of you know, uh, uh, um, a shopping center, that is actually going to give us close to uh, 16 million rand per month. That is what we're able to pay our members. Of course, I know we're spending close to 35 million rand per month 
paying our pensioner. Mm-hmm. So we need money into this investment. So that Nicole Way is ours. We are busy building another. We'll be busy building another one just here in Middleburg, uh, uh, another hotel that is going to actually be, uh, give money more. We have actually built the first Radisson that is owned by a pension fund in this country. I'm saying in this country because I know in the whole country there's no Radisson that is owned by a pension fund, but we are owning it. It was actually opened by the president, uh, uh, the Honorable uh, Matamela Cyril uh, Ramaphosa, October last year. Mm. During the middle of COVID, and that is also some of the what you call the 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 the, 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 the assets that we are bringing into this particular fund to make sure that we generate money. People are paid in time. People, when they actually claim for death benefits, they are paid. People, when they go to pension fund, they get a pension fund. But Kosana, you'll be surprised. We are paying our pensioners until they go to the grave. And then when they go to the grave, we pay 75% of what we're paying the person that's gone to the grave, to the wife, who's the wife, and then if it's a woman, and then pay to the husband if he's still alive. And also pay to children that are there, they're actually beneficiaries. Tell me which fund you can actually get that is doing that. Mm-hmm. So these things, we are doing them, taking from the money that we're generating from all these assets that I've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. We are building the biggest mall again in Zeras. That is also going to be the one that is actually giving uh, uh, more money into the fund. We are busy actually doing a feasibility study to actually also build the biggest private hospital in Bosbeck in Gauteng, Johannesburg, mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that it also take care of our old members and also generate money and then also specialize into cancer uh, 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 patients. Mm-hmm. That is what we have. We are that busy, and this busy, we're not busy only. We're making sure that our members are going to actually be sustainable yeah. uh, as we have indicated as a fund. Now, Chair, before I let you go, uh, maybe let's touch on you know that aspect I heard you hint on it a little bit earlier when you talked about, you know, having come to Mpumalanga, you've touched on the Nkangala part of the province, but also expressed intentions of going to Limpopo. You know, what should the members expect in the next few months when it comes to this educational campaign of the Municipal Employment Pension Fund? Well, what they should expect, of course, we want to actually educate them because obviously members, they are actually doing their daily work. They are not expecting these pension fund issues. And immediately they get uh, letters like this from Salbik and all that. They, they get shaky. They don't know what is happening. And then if we are not going to them, then they start to actually fizzle. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, because we are aware that there's HR members who work in municipalities who are actually instigators and making sure that they want to draw members to where they have their hearts in or they have the, they are, they are their friends in and want to pull members out of this fund and then take them to other, I mean, other funds, which is not actually acceptable as an HR person. As an HR person, you make sure that you accept everybody and then a person chooses for himself or herself in the fund that they want to go. 
So we know for the fact that those are the things that want to educate people. They must actually call us when we actually do what we call induction mm-hmm. and people are able to choose for themselves what they want to actually do and which one they want to go to because this is a free country. People have to choose what they want. Freedom of speech, freedom of choice, and they do that as per the Constitution, Section 35, I mean Section 36, that gives them that particular a, a choice. Mm-hmm. So we're educating them on that, and then we are not going to the uh, to the mention uh, province only. We'll be in the Free State. We'll be in the Northwest. We'll be in the Northern Cape. We are just on the uh, 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 you know crusade that mm-hmm. is we'll be going to to all these municipalities, educating our members, and also making sure that where they have doubt, they are actually put into place because we are aware. There are some, 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 some trade unions that are actually influencing members because they have their own fund and then they want to put, uh, to take these members into that because they are in the bargaining council. We are not in the bargaining council and we don't want people to actually force members to go there. So those who actually have lunchtime meetings and uh, briefings and all that and telling people lies about uh, the window period, I've indicated mm. the window period is not for members to go through the window, it's for the lies to go through the window. Mm. Che, thank you so much for having joined us this evening and thank you so much for making Rise FM you know, part of you know, the, the vehicle that echoes this uh, big sentiment of the crusade of the Municipal Employment Pension Fund. I want to thank you so much for availing yourself for your conversation this evening. Great message that you have brought this evening. I suppose that even the members, you know, now are kept at breast, uh, having had you talk to us this evening. Really appreciate your time. Ms. Bongelo, Thank you so much, so much. That was the... Municipal Employment Pension Fund Chairman Obabu Sanpoi talking to us here on Rise of Women 60 Minutes about the Employees Pension Fund. And uh, yeah, really sent, you know, strong views coming through there saying that members of the Municipal Employment Pension Fund shouldn't even worry about anything because, uh, you know, their retirement funds are in good, good hands, yeah, safe hands that is in the Municipal Employment.